For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Compliance Training Governance Committee. One issue often not considered by compliance professionals around compliance training is that of compliance training governance. Yet a multinational organization subject to the FCPA faces many legal and regulatory risks, and often those risks are owned by disciplines that are outside the compliance function. How can an organization create a comprehensive compliance training program that covers its complete risk profile? In the age of coronavirus, any multinational organization will have a broad risk portfolio, which are typically owned across the organization. Consider compliance risk, fraud risk, reputational risk, financial accounting risk, and discrimination risk. These are but a small sample of many risks that are not owned by the compliance function. This represents a real challenge when you're trying to create a comprehensive training program that covers all of the legal and regulatory risks faced by a company in addition to the compliance and reputational risks. How your organization can create a risk-based compliance training program that addresses all of the company's risks, including those owned outside the established compliance function. Sean Rogers has suggested one approach is to establish a corporate compliance training governance committee that looks at the company's overall risk profile and builds a cross-functional, comprehensive, multi-year training program that effectively addresses all of the risks in a company's risks portfolio. There are several reasons for doing so. First, you can establish a truly risk-based program where you will not only meet the DOJ expectations, which were set out in the 2020 update and the 2020 resource guide, but you will end up with a program that truly covers all of the company's main risks. Second, an approach allows each risk-owning stakeholder to see how their risks stack up against the entire risk portfolio of the organization. This leads to a negotiated and coordinated solution for risk managers. And it leads to a measured and balanced program for the learning audience. Next, such an approach allows your organization to drive standards and consistency across all training courses. This is one of the biggest frustrations of employees is taking multiple required courses, all done by different vendors, all with different interfaces and different approaches to the presenting material. Finally, never forget the efficiency component as such an approach eliminates redundancy across the courses and allows for cross-course coordination. There are often numerous 
common learning examples or rather objectives that cut across cybersecurity, data privacy, and information lifecycle. These common learning objectives can be coordinated and exploited. How do you set up a cross-functional governance team? You should begin by identifying the individuals in your organization who have the ultimate decision-making authority. Next, you can move to identify the representatives of the various risk-owning organizations or disciplines. <clears throat> representatives from compliance, safety, workplace safety, information, etc., can all be a part of this. These representatives are typically tasked with training responsibilities and either serve as subject matter experts or well-connected to subject matter experts. After individuals for your committee have been selected, the next step is to prepare a committee charter, which clearly sets out the objectives of the governance teams, the roles and responsibilities and meeting cadence. Any training course proposed for the organization will have to be submitted to the and approved by the entire committee. Additionally, they can review and access and update training courses. The Compliance Training Governance Committee will allow your organization to effectively establish a multi-year training plan and help in vendor selection and engage in course creation. One of the biggest benefits will be the pre predictability that it, is, that it will bring to your compliance training program. Every stakeholder from a risk-owning organization or discipline knows exactly when, when his or her function will have their course deployed over a three-year ro rolling calendar. They can plan resources, have a long-term lead to develop courses, and during their off years can commun do communications campaigns, such as suggested in the 2020 update to the evaluation of corporate compliance programs to keep events of their risk top of mind. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, uh, why should your organization create a compliance training governance? I think this is actually not talked about enough really within the compliance function uh, and training tends to be siloed. And here I would like uh, next you to, um, to focus on number two, which is the benefit to the employee because if you can reduce your overall training time, uh, that's going to be something that will benefit your uh, employees. You'll have a, um, uh, a more effective compliance pr training program. And number three, how should the Compliance Training Governance Committee work going forward? Well, remember, it all starts with a charter, uh, but then any training program has to be submitted and vetted by the entire committee. And this, of course, not only means the training program, but the training vendor and any updates to training programs. So take a look at this as a really great governance tool. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.